When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the stars made me do it happy scorpio season you got sierra and mimi here and we're going to talk about venus and scorpio it is like the heart of spooky season we are in the heart of spooky season and i feel like scorpio venus energy is is like it's just so spooky season friendly and i'm here for it and i'm excited i know it's like a spooky decor it's like gothic <sighs> I don't know, yes. black, purple, holographic decor. Yeah. What are your thoughts on on Scorpio season? You've got more Scorpio placements than I do. What's your Scorpio um, energy? I like it. I feel like it's a recharge because it is in my fourth house. And I've got like, yeah, like you said, I've got placements there. I feel like it's an opportunity for me to like go back into my little cocoon and I don't know, connect with myself and then come out when I feel ready. And it, it just feels like a play a season of authenticity for me Ooh, ooh, okay i like that yeah what about you i i think i love scorpio season Mm. i think i love it (laughs) 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 i'm like reflecting back on the past couple years and it really is the heart of spooky season but in a way where like it somehow gives you permission to be or if I feel like it gives me permission to be that little bit, like, you know, like it's Scorpio is taboo energy mm. and in, in all different categories. Like I, even just when it comes to decorating, like you said, I'm, I'm seeking of gourds in France and it's like <laughs> so hard to find any sort of like fall decor. And it's so not what people do here. And I feel like permission to be like, no, yeah, you put that pumpkin that you bought at the grocery store on your shelf as decoration, like something about rule yeah. breaking in a way that's authentic to the, I don't know. Like, I know it sounds silly because it's, pumpkin talk but at the same time I also feel so so mystically connected to everything during this time it's like charged I feel like this sorry I get that like uh rule breaking like everyone is in the same mindset of this of connecting to things that are a little bit more intense than normal especially coming out of Libra season when it's all just like fun social um you know light-hearted and Scorpio is then like okay for me personally because I do live in an intense place in my mind and in my heart like I have a very intense inner world it's it's sort of a sense of freedom of like oof, okay we can all accept that like there's intensity that's allowed to be talked about here. Like the taboo is brought to the surface and that to me gives me a sense of relief. Yeah. Yes. And, and like you said, it's a collective thing because we're all feeling Scorpio energy yeah. and I feel like Scorpio season, especially like weather wise in general, coming from like a Northern hemisphere and East coast U S to, you know, 
Central European type mm-hmm. of seasonal where there's something that, I mean, it gets pretty gray and drab here in France in I don't know. We don't have beautiful blue sky fall days so often here as opposed to what you can get (laughs) like where I grew up. But there's something about the I mean, like the literal darkness that forces you to see things in a different way. It's like we're talking shadows literally and figuratively, like it's such a shadow period time of like digging in deep and like excavating all of that stuff. But then there's also like this is candle season in my apartment <laughs> and in your life every day. But seriously, and like <laughs> I've got like all the like decorative lights going on and the candles going on and mood music. It seems like such a time to be moody, but not necessarily in a upset way just like a to lean into the feels of the season you know yeah you're just like in your leaning against the door frame smoldering look era during Scorpio season yes (laughs) don't we all like crave that a little bit (laughs) yes okay imagine every main character male whatever in a romance book obviously green eyes dark hair brooding eyebrows Probably has a cigarette. Chisel jawline. Yes, chisel yeah. jawline. <laughs> yeah, this is Scorpio season. Lean into your yeah. inner male main character. Ooh, yes. Okay, <laughs> we don't even need to talk about Scorpio Venus anymore. We got it. We're good now. <laughs> Speaking of, before we get into Scorpio Venus, make sure you go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Stars Made Me Podcast, and also Sierra at Magical Book Club, me at Harvey Mountain Alchemy, and us on patreon.com slash the stars made me do it you'll hear more about it later yeah so spooky season scorpio season venus scorpio venus so for just general scorpio information it is a fixed sign it's the middle of autumn right now we are in the thick of it it. so yeah the thick of it (laughs) apologies no you're leaning into your main character (laughs) 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 <laughs> i'm just gonna give brooding eyes at you while <laughs> yes thank you but yes we are in the thick of it we are in the middle of autumn and so you know it is that fixed sign and it is water which is funny because scorpio for being a water sign you know emotions run so deep it is such there's an intensity with the emotions but we don't see the emotions in the same way that i feel like we do for cancer and for pisces cancer it's like (laughs) there's no hiding those emotions pisces they're really just existing in a constant fluidity of emotions and scorpio it's very under the surface deep emotions and so it's almost like when you look out at like a a big body of water and it's so still that you're like is that water and then it's so deep underneath of it like it's almost like camouflage just how much depth there is there i was thinking of scorpio being like pipes under a city and how water is rushing through these pipes in the city and there's so much pressure too and that to me is very like fixed water energy where they keep the pressure is building and building in scorpio there's so much intensity under the surface there's so much of that pressure from below there's so like so many cogs moving so many things that have to keep uh, afloat in order for scorpio to function and I think that like those pipes under the city with and similar to what you said, like the water, there's so much pressure. It's moving constantly, but you can't really tell that it's moving because there's so much of it. Yeah. 
And that just the idea of the pipes, like I'm going to just roll with this metaphor. Like when you are <laughs> like using water in a sink or a shower, or whatever, it's so controlled mm. because there is so much pressure building up underneath in order to get the water source that you need. But when it's actually coming out, it's in a much more controlled way. Like Scorpio is not like not often letting it gush for that purpose. It's yeah. it's controlled in the delivery, but so much depth and pressure underneath. Yeah. And to f- continue this, I feel like cancer is like waves of the ocean pulling onto the shore and then pulling out. And then Pisces is more like mist. It's all around you and you can't really contain it in any way, but it's still water. It's still yeah. there. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I love a good metaphor. Yeah. Well, it's fun too, because oh, yeah. these are elements that like, you know, water is an element that we can relate to. We see every day. Earth is an element that we see every day sort of thing. So it's kind of fun to see, okay, how can we tangibly present all of these signs, all these water signs in different water ways? Anyway. Yeah. That's not this episode. Yeah. So then Venus, we've got as a ruler of relationships, finances, self-worth, among so many other things, also like creativity, what we indulge in, um, and generally like our sense of embodiment, how we embody certain things or what helps us get into or get into a state of embodiment. And I always think of Venus, like we have, you know, creativity, but we have And of course, you know, finances and the self part of it for that self-worth. But I really often look at people's Venus signs for giving and receiving love, especially in partnerships, but definitely just in relationships in general. And when it comes to Venus and Scorpio thoughts for me, I just feel like the word intensity is Mm -hmm. the biggest word that comes to mind. Like the intensity of a Scorpio Venus's love for their person, for their people, for whatever it is that they have on their heart under those depths. Like it's just intense. And I feel like they're also the type of like, there's a secretiveness about Scorpio that I, I think with that intimacy that they're sharing, it might, I think it's obvious, like how you can feel pressure building, but you might not be able to see all of it. I think it's obvious when Scorpio Venus energy is feeling so intense towards something, but because it's a water sign, I think that's so often it's felt not seen, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I mean, this is a sign that's known for being magnetic. And so that Venus and Scorpio is extremely magnetic. And Scorpio is also a sign that rules sex. It rules power, it rules control. So Venus and Scorpio can be very much like a sexually magnetic native person. And in the way that intensity is the word for you, for me, when it comes to Venus and Scorpio, the word that comes to mind is bond. Like when they have reached this point of intimacy and vulnerability in that intimacy there's such a bond that takes a long time to or takes a lot to get broken think like Blair Waldorf and Chuck Bass vibes okay it takes them forever to tell each other that they love each other but then once they do it's this unbroken bond I'm on a gossip girl kick don't come for me I was gonna no. say Mimi is <laughs> such a gossip girl mode right now <laughs> really really am and Sierra's channeling Blair Waldorf right now with her headband so it's just on the huh. mind But with Venus and Scorpio, it's technically in its detriment, right? Because Venus is the ruler of Taurus and Scorpio is opposite that. So 
where Venus and Taurus can sort of like indulge in love and relationships and overcommit in relationships. Venus and Scorpio keeps it at arm's length out of potential fear or out of, yeah, that like fear of intimacy or it's a very vulnerable place to, you know, commit in a partnership and to say, I'm giving you all of me, all of me. Anyway, is and then being able to, <laughs> excuse me, I don't know how to come in and out of song references. <laughs> I know I totally get it (laughs) but I just keep hearing lyrics in my head you know giving some giving themselves to a partnership takes a lot it takes um getting over fears or getting over insecurities but once they do it takes a lot to break that bond too oh my gosh for sure loyal intense oh loyal there is a secretive nature but loyal Mm -hmm. for sure and I will say when it comes to love, because I I have some Scorpio Venus people in my life, I will say when it comes to love, there is an element of tunnel vision. And this is my Sagittarius Venus self saying this. So like, obviously I'm not going to have tunnel vision with love when it comes to my (laughs) Venus because it's a mutable fire sign. But like when it comes to a fixed water Venus, I have found that the people that I know with Scorpio Venus have this, I literally can't see anything beyond these blinders, especially at the beginning. Mm. And really, you know, and sometimes, I mean, that's that's not a good or bad statement. That's just an observation where I think that 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 dedication and loyalty and you know unbreaking bond type of vibe from that tunnel vision but then I also can see how if you don't take a step back and open the peripheral vision a little bit that other things could fall to the wayside or other maybe undesirable qualities in this relationship could you can become blind to that because there is such a intensity it's like the gushing water we're gushing so much we might not realize that it's leaking out somewhere because they're it's just so powerful that sometimes you need to step back and be like wait are there any leaks <laughs> that can, we need yeah. to worry about here i can agree with that i think for any fixed venus there's going to be like a potential for being blind to some red flags or red flags being green flags um but for each fixed venus it's for different reasons and for scorpio because it is yes. water it's for in that emotional connection right like but i feel so emotionally connected i've shared my, part of myself with this person and they've accepted it so i'm going to accept the red flags that might be around whereas for me with my taurus venus i also have a fixed venus i would i rather like have stayed in relationships for too long because it was just i was afraid of change you know so that's very mm-hmm. earthy so each fixed Venus is going to have its own way of being tunnel vision. But for Scorpio, it's coming from a place of emotional connection as much as they don't want you to know that. <laughs> it's, so, it's so true, though. <laughs> it's so true because, you know, Scorpio doesn't share their depths lightly. And so once mm-hmm. they've shared those depths with another person, That's why we said like the unbreakable bond type of energy, you know, like they don't want to that they've just opened a huge part of themselves. And now that you know that information, like we're together forever or you're dead. I don't know. Like it's like extreme. Like you can't know this part of me and not be with me because if you know this part of me, you're either with me or you're a threat to me, you know, like there's some sort (laughs) of vulnerability. Yeah, totally. Vulnerability. 
And I'm, I kind of want to counter it, but I also totally agree with what you said, but I feel like the one-on-one of Scorpio being vulnerable and intimate with another person, that's where it's extremely uncomfortable. But there's the other side of Scorpio that depending on where the person is in their journey is like, Hey, I'm, I'm glad to be the beacon of intensity for other people to be able to come to me with intense things. But that's almost a way to um, like reverberate it. Is that is that, I don't know if that's the word, but it's a way to mask their own intensity by saying, I accept your intent. It's almost like expose yourself yes. and then maybe I'll expose myself. Oh my God. I was about to say that Scorpio though, like Scorpio in general, but Scorpio Venus, I would say that as well, is the, I mean, the secret seeker. Like tell me all of your intimate details, secrets, because I can handle it, but yes. also- Scorpio energy craves the to know the stuff that nobody else knows. Yes, absolutely. We love the secret. I mean, we as in <laughs> not me. Well, I mean, yes, I love a secret, but I don't have Scorpio Venus. So. <laughs> but you do have Scorpio energy. You do. Have Scorpio I do. Energy. I do have Scorpio energy, and I do give secret energy, but it's all kind of out in the open. It's like out in the open secrets. I give exposed secret energy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else out there? Give exposure. Anyone else? Yeah. (laughs) Anyone else have their moon in the town? Oh my gosh. It is. It's really funny though. Like Scorpio energy. I'm just thinking of like my husband is a Scorpio rising and he is somebody who like, because it's Scorpio rising, we notice you're rising, but because it's Scorpio, Mm -hmm. Scorpio doesn't want you to notice it. And I'm like, we see you. And it's like, you don't see me. You don't see me. It's like, no, we see you. So depending on where that Scorpio, Scorpio Venus is placed, it depends too. If it's, if it is really hidden and they're really good at keeping it hidden, or it can be uncomfortable. Like, wow, I am, people notice that I'm feeling this intense. People notice that I have deep feelings. And in any event, there's a depth, there's an intensity, and there is a bond that comes with. Yeah. Scorpio Venus. And when we come away from the psychological placement of Venus and Scorpio, and we look at it as a more like arc in the story of your life, Venus and Scorpio is someone who is reborn through their relationships or reborn through their finances or financial difficulties through life because Scorpio is a sign that rules debt and it rules like repayment. Um, It rules loans and it rules taxes, other people's money. But that also means on the other side of that is that maybe you earn a lot of your money from other people's money, right? You know, maybe your income is Mm -hmm. from handling other people's money, aka an accountant, a bookkeeper, CPA, any kind of, or a government official. Um, And then I also think that there could be a tendency to have such control over their relationships or have such control over their finances. And again, that tunnel vision coming into play of having such a desire to know where everything is and to have power over factors like other people or money or um, and that giving them a sense of self-worth there. So I can see the shadow side of that being your self-esteem coming from the power that you hold over others. Yes. And I, I bringing it back to what you said earlier about just like a magnetic type of energy, anybody Mm. with Scorpio Venus, I really do feel like that is like bringing it way back to that, you know, dark brooding character in the doorway Scorpio Uh season. (laughs) I feel like whenever you encounter a Scorpio Venus person, there's just something about them that you can't even like, it's mysterious Mm. and you're like, what is it? 
what is it that I'm feeling right now? And also thinking about how, because I have, so um, my cousin, Tara, OG host, she and I, as a composite, we're like Scorpio everything. We're Scorpio sun, moon, rising, Venus, and Mars. And so I am thinking about like you, cause you can look at this as a natal placement, all of our Venus, all of our, all, I mean, all of our episodes, you can look at as a personal placement, somebody else in your life, or you could look at it as a composite if that's something that you're familiar with. And I'm thinking about me and Tara, even though we have all of this Scorpio energy, it becomes very obvious that we have Scorpio energy together, but mm-hmm. as a unit, it is, it's kind of like a don't fuck with us energy of people know without us having to say anything. Oh, the two of them are hanging out. We need to give them their time together. So I feel like there's this, we don't quite know what's going on. We don't quite know what they do when they hang out, but we know (laughs) that we're not welcome for at least a week. They need to have their time together and then maybe we can all hang out. And so I feel like if you and a friend or a partner in your life come together with that Scorpio Venus, Mm. it is felt by the people around you. And it's also, I mean, that everything that we just said about it could be super intense in a good way or in a blinding way Mm. can also be a factor when it comes to that. Yeah, it's such a, it's like, what's that? A front. It's such a strong front. There's obvious, and like, I feel like a couple that does share any Venus Scorpio vibes, if they're having an argument, it's going to stay behind closed doors. We do not expose that to other people. No one else can have that control or that power over us. Yes, that yeah, any shared Scorpio placements with composite, I would say, is there's such even if it's so intense, there's this secretive respect of this is between us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I'm really mad at you, you're the only person I can talk about this with. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my gosh. It's so true, though. It's so true. Yeah. Well, Going into our usual sources here, our buddy Isabel M. Hickey, Astrology of Cosmic Science, has some, again, strong opinions on uh, Scorpio (laughs) Venus. I feel like every placement that's not exalted. Mm. (laughs) She's like, sucks for you, bye. Sucks for you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Isabel and Mickey, yeah, this is considered in detriment, like Mimi said, because it's the opposite of Venus and Taurus. And Venus rules both Taurus and Libra. So those opposite Venus signs are going to be considered in detriment. And it just, you know, we find different ways uh, like we we find all the the well-rounded qualities of every Venus sign, but for what Venus wants to do, Taurus is doing it naturally, and Scorpio yeah. is doing it in a much different way. You know what? That's so interesting because both of the signs that Venus is in detriment in is Aries and Scorpio, which are both signs that can be ruled by Mars, and so Mars exactly. is so like. Put Mars puts energy out there. It's all about externalizing and taking action and, and movement. Whereas Venus is much more about sitting within and finding calm and serenity and, and balance within the self. Exactly. There's that Venus versus Mars, which is so interesting too, because I literally have Venus opposite Mars and I do feel yes. that balance of like, it's masculine energy versus feminine energy. So these are, even though or external energy versus internal energy. And even though Scorpio is an internal sign, it's got this charged like Martian energy going on there behind Mm. the scenes and Plutonian, like it's intense and Venus is softer. Venus is, you know, as, as a natural energy is much softer. So you are bringing an intensity that's more comfortable with Mars into a much softer planetary energy. And so there's just like a different way of functioning when that happens. 
Yeah. And that goes back to like that water pressure imagery, like Venus and Scorpio needs an outlet for creativity. Otherwise it continues to fester and grow and build. And, and I think like for any Scorpio placements, it's important to accept or acknowledge that there is an intensity or that there is like rumbling, you know, I feel like Scorpio is like rumbling in the belly or vibrational and it can be, it needs an outlet. It needs to be let out because it is uh, ruled by Mars, which is an externalizer. Yeah. Yeah. And, but in a way that isn't necessarily obvious. Yeah. They need it. Yeah. It's for them it. because Scorpio yeah. is, quote unquote, a feminine sign. It's an internal energy. And that makes sense. So it's containing Mars energy within. That's why it's so charged. That's why it's so magnetic. We're so attracted to it because we can see there's something under the surface. Yeah. And it's actually really funny. We go into this whole conversation. I look at the next oh my book God, that yes. I have written here. <laughs> <laughs> so like Isabel M. Hickey says... Venus cannot function well in a domain ruled by Mars, for Mars is everything that is aggressive, forceful, and outgoing, while Venus draws to herself through the power of love. Okay. And We're astrologers. I, love that for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We're like, we just said that, but perhaps in a little nicer way. I don't know. But um, I think that I think that Scorpio Venus would be great lovers, though, mm -hmm. because of the intensity of it but i think it i think it depends on what the other person is seeking and what you know how it's being received but scorpio venus it really yeah it's less soft let's say it's less soft than a libra venus energy you know it's yeah. it's because in that ruling sign or or pisces you know it's it's less there there is an intensity with that mars energy but because of that intensity i think that it could be so great in a relationship because you know if you're somebody who wants to be the center of your person's world hello mm -hmm. you know scorpio venus would give you that so yeah because scorpio kind of wants to hide itself and and if we look at like in the bedroom or outside of the bedroom mars is the planet of sex but venus is the planet of making love and i think that mm -hmm. venus and scorpio would be a placement that is willing to give their partner whatever they want and sometimes that could be in an effort to hide themselves and not to ask for anything because there's so much vulnerability in the intimacy of asking your partner for what you want. But as a lover, like I think that they would be very giving because they would want, you know, their partner to feel that, well, A, that could be a great outlet, but also I just think they want their partner to feel loved and to feel seen and acknowledged. And I also feel like this is a pushing boundaries placement for the fact that you know scorpio energy is everything taboo like it's mm -hmm. a like an experimental energy that they would be so comfortable with like their partner being like i want to try this i want to do this this is what makes me feel loved just the fact of their partner sharing something vulnerable with them they would be so there for it yeah because like the vulnerability that that i think that scorpio energy in the way that they are often keeping things to themselves in fear of being vulnerable, they are so open and welcoming to everything that is vulnerable and mm -hmm. recognizes what a big deal that is. And so they're they receive it so well. Yeah, Scorpio is very much like hot and cold, whereas Libra can be very much in the middle and is willing to see everything on the entire spectrum. Scorpio is either extremely comfortable with intensity or extremely uncomfortable with intensity. It's either very comfortable in the vulnerability of a relationship or it hasn't hit that point yet and is very afraid of being vulnerable, of sharing that intimacy. So that it's very much like a, a, a hot yes or a hot no. <laughs>
I, I went like from hot and head. cold to a hot yes and hot no. So I like hot yes and hot no. <laughs> uh, all right. To continue these quotes, we have passion and aggressiveness needs curbing when Venus is in Scorpio. Well, I that's that. yeah, I can absolutely see that. But you know, I guess it depends on depends on other factors. But yeah, there's passion there and there is aggression. It's a Mars and Plutonian energy sign in Venus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're not passion and aggression. Yeah. And then we have also, there is selfishness masked by a friendly outward manner. And that I don't, I have to talk through that one because my initial thoughts are disagree, but I want to talk through it. Like there is a selfishness masked by a friendly outward manner. I mean, I don't think that Scorpio is, Scorpio Venus is necessarily has to be selfish, but I do think that from everything we've talked about Scorpio too, they are a sign that can be a very successful manipulator. Mm -hmm. And so I think that they would have a way of getting, you know, whatever it is they want by uh, appearing to somebody in that. um, I I can see Scorpio and selfishness going together. And I have a couple of reasons why I, first off, I have Scorpio placements and I do see them being um, some of my more selfish placements along with Aries, but a Scorpio being ruled by Mars, Mars's ego, it's, it's confrontation. It's all about the self. So I can see that. But also Scorpio speaks in energetics and it it speaks in and when you speak in energetics, you feel what everyone is saying underneath the surface. You feel the power struggles Mm. that aren't being said out loud. And when you're starting to communicate in power struggles and in energetics, you get into a survival mode, which I think both Aries and Scorpio tend to do is getting into a survival mode, which obviously when you're in survival mode, you're being selfish. You're like, I'm the one who has to survive here. I'm the number one person to to live through my life. I'm the only one that can save me. And so I can see that Scorpio would, again, on the surface, like appease or give people what they want because they Scorpio knows what they want. They can read what's not being said and they can feel what's not being said. So I can see that selfishness being being there. Yeah, there is an intuitive factor that's crazy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I that that all makes a lot of sense. It does. And Venus is, you know, if we think of Venus and Libra, it's coming from a partnership point of view. And so if we have that, quote unquote, you know, selfishness with Scorpio, I can see how, again, this this isn't fitting the way it's supposed to, but it's just having to use those energies in a different way. Yeah. And if we look at Venus as, you know, a planet of the nervous system, because it is a planet of embodiment and we feel things through our parasympathetic nervous system. Venus and Scorpio is extremely sensitive. And, you know, we hear this all the time. Scorpio is so sensitive. It's so sensitive. And we think, oh, that means Scorpio cries a lot. That's not the case. Because actually, Scorpio is just feeling out all the energy. Like I said, it's speaking in energetics. And if it doesn't cry a lot, if you have Scorpio placement friends who are not crying, give them a chance to cry. Because they're holding it all within themselves. And it's adding into that charged Scorpio energy. You know, with all that magnetic building up. Yeah. And it's getting mixed into their own energy. So taking on other people's power struggles that aren't even being said out loud, holding it in their body and and that can form dis-ease or form discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. And a next quote here is that can be cruel or suffer from cruelty because of karma tied with the misuse of the love principle, mm. which is, you know, 
karma is very scorpio yeah yeah karma's super scorpio i think where she's coming from is like the shadow side of scorpio being toxic and be and using control using power over other using that manipulation that they can um because they're skilled in reading energy so sure they can be cruel or suffer from cruel like yes i mean any sign can be cruel but i can see where she's coming from with venus and scorpio Mm, yeah and also just thinking of like you said the shadow side of everything i mean as a sagittarius venus over here you know sagittarius is very flighty non-committing very you know like let's just seek the most fun thing that is in the the more toxic traits of it but then on the other Mm -hmm. side it's let's learn and grow and expand together and let's always keep things interesting and so for scorpio there is this like you know toxic side where you can say there's that more cruel part of it or the you know that like the selfish energy that we talked about before but then on the other side it is let's explore this intensity you know let us both dive into the depths of our souls together so you <laughs> <Yeah>. have <laughs> you have yeah. both both sides i think scorpio and venus and scorpio could be you know cruel because it strikes first because it doesn't want to get struck you know like there's that fear of being attacked and think of the scorpion the scorpion is always going to attack first because of that yeah again it, yeah. it kind of it's, comes it's back to fear. mechanism yeah yeah yeah. Sorry to all the and Scorpio so, placements who are like, please stop telling us that we're afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm like, you're kind of afraid. It's okay. You're afraid, but you're strong. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're all cringing. You've got armor. You've got armor. And we, you know, and you're not afraid to use it, yeah. but you don't always have to use it. There we go. Yeah. And we have uh, Scorpio Venus makes individuals makes the individual strongly passionate yet can be very inhibit inhibited mm. so passionate but restrained you know and yeah. i i think that that is part of the whole i don't want to say problem but i think maybe the whole um struggle with the energies because there's so much passion but mm. how do i let that out and i think that all scorpio placements depending on what planet you know it's a, what the actual energy is but all scorpio placements have so much going on that they're afraid again that fear to open it up because they fear that it's going to be overwhelming for the people in their lives and mm-hmm. often Often it's not often it's much more of a, I'm afraid that it's almost like when you're opening up a bottle of soda and you're so afraid that it's going to explode. Exactly. Oh my God. Scorpio is seltzer. Done. Scorpio is seltzer. Yes. That carbonation. And, And there's often the bottle has not been shaken up that bad. And Mm. so, but there is such a fear there or it's been shaken up, but it's settled enough. But there's Mm. such a fear of I'm going to explode if I open up. But then if you, if you just keep shaking a bottle of soda, it will explode with or without your help because there's just too much pressure. And Mm. so it's a reminder for all Scorpio placements, but certainly Scorpio Venus, that there has to be a little bit of like the (laughs) from opening Mm -hmm. the soda to relieve some of- to release some of that pressure. And it's actually most of the time not as dramatic as you're imagining it. And then it feels like, okay, I released some of that. And now there's some space for some more pressure to build in the future. This is like a pep talk that Sierra gives me on a weekly basis. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Let it out. <laughs> uh, you know what? This quote makes me feel like we don't talk about Scorpio being enough of a giver. Like they, again, going back to like that bedroom scenario of being a giver, um, because there's, it almost like takes away from their own intensity. It takes away from them thinking about their own intensity. And I think about with my Scorpio placements, how, when I am in a very like intense mind space or my inner world is taking up a lot of charged energy for me, my, my go-to move is asking my friends how they are I mean, like how can i serve you how can i i need i need to help somebody else with their intensity as a channel for my own under, understanding of intensity kind of thing and i think that that venus being specifically in a relationship mindset could be very similar that's such a good point that's such a good point that they probably you know i could see them being such a great partner in that way of what's going on let's dive into what's going on but then it really being almost like a cry for i need to dive into what's going on with me yeah or it could also come across as too intense in that way because that you might have a sagittarius venus like me being like i'm, I'm fine. good yeah <laughs> and you're like no there's a problem tell me about it <laughs> yeah maybe projecting some of their own intensity onto others too that that's a, yeah. a possibility and then the last quote that i have from isabel m hickey is though they can be very attractive to the opposite sex their love is usually a stormy one until the lack of real lovingness is recognized and redeemed so First i want to rephrase wait. that too Though yeah. they can be attractive to yeah, anybody. Yeah, that's a little heteronormative. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but their love is a stormy one until the lack of real lovingness is recognized and redeemed. And this feels to me Whoa. like such the archetype of Scorpio in a, like, you know, Scorpio energy, eighth house energy, you know, Pluto energy is we need to, it's Phoenix rising from the ashes. We have to burn it down and rebuild it. And there's something about this journey that I think Scorpio Venus goes on of, I am, I'm destroying everything that isn't working for me. I am getting to the bottom of why I feel the way I feel, how I love, why I love, what I love, and then building up from that, that until there is that, I don't know, that that burning down to the ground and the rebirth, because Scorpio is such a rebirth sign, mm -hmm. I can see that it could just be, well, I know I'm intense and I know I'm feeling a lot. And then there's this journey that they go on of diving down to the depths of the why that through the rebirth, I think they can own it. I am intense and I know why, and I do feel a lot and it's great, you know, reach. Um, okay. Isabella <laughs> Hickey is hurting my feelings here. I think she insulted Scorpio to the core here by saying the lack of real lovingness. That is so hurtful, implying that Scorpio yeah. is unlovable or un incapable of love. That's so inappropriate and hurtful, honestly. But And I don't know if that's the way she meant it, but that's definitely the way that it comes across here. Like their love is usually stormy yeah, because sure. they don't, because they need to acknowledge that they can't love. And I think going like to what you said, Sierra, about being reborn through having been told throughout their life that, you know, their way of love is, is not the right one or that, they, you know, that they're taboo or 
the way that they want to receive love is icky or inappropriate. Like everybody finds the way they need to give and, and receive love in their own time. And I think part of the Venus and Scorpio journey is being reborn through asking for what you want and and knowing that when you ask for what you want, you are asking for somebody else to speak your love language because you do have one and you are capable of love. That's just like rude. Usually I'm not the one who's rude. like rude, Isabella Mickey, but that yeah. one is rude. <laughs> yeah, that one is rude. I agree. I agree. And that's why I'm taking it to that place of, you know, we have to burn it down to rebuild it, but there yeah. you, you're always <laughs> worthy of love. It's yeah. the journey of going back to Venus of finding yourself worthy of love. Yeah. And that is that rebirth journey. Welcome back to please don't skip this ad for our awesome Patreon group. <laughs> we would love to have you guys as a part of our community. We are chatting with people on our Discord. We have a whole second podcast over there, and it's a really, really good time. Yeah, if you like the vibe of the stars, maybe do it. You'll definitely love Transits and Tangents, which you can find on Spotify and sign up through Spotify. It takes you directly to Patreon. There are three tiers that you can choose from. You could be a pop star for just three bucks. It's basically a cheap diner coffee where you just get access to the Discord community and you can chat with us at any point we're there day and night it's a lot and then you can get episodes five days early every week too so you can hear the episodes that come out on sunday on tuesday every week and then you can also just support the firestorm which we would love our second tier is the rock stars for six bucks consider this like a starbs coffee again you can join us on discord you get early access but you also get exclusive episodes every other week so you get 50 percent access to all of the second podcast and then our last tier the third tier it's our superstars the most popular it's only nine bucks a month this is like your favorite local coffee house with all the bells and whistles you get the discord you get early access and you get a hundred percent of the exclusive episodes every week you can also guest on an episode if you want uh, where we do some analysis, which we're basically talking about on Discord all the time anyway. We have such a fun Discord community, such a fun Patreon community. It is really like all the all the behind the scenes chat that we get to do. We talk about fun, different analysis that maybe we'll do one day on the podcast. But we also get to know you. And that way, when we're going mm -hmm. over the transits of the week and we're talking about the astrological weather report, it's not just about us, it's about you. And so if you're interested in how the planets are actually affecting you on a personal level, then this is really the place to join us. Also, we just, <laughs> it's a lot of chatty good times and it's a little, it's a little more silly and so we got super education of what's going on and we have silly get to know us really like we're a community over there so check us out we'd love okay. to have you and we do have free trial going on if you'd like to dabble and see what it's like yeah seven days free trial so go join us on patreon.com slash the stars made me do it and now back to the show and i think that venus and scorpio natives might have to experience in their lives relationships that show them how they don't want to be loved or show them how their mm. needs are not being met and that maybe their needs are a little bit different, a little bit like we've said, taboo, occult, um, darker, more intense, which means, again, that when you are able to express these are my needs, there's a sense of intimacy that comes from that because you have opened up the soda bottle just to crack. You have released some of that tension from within that's saying, I'm scared that my needs are 
wrong. I'm scared that my desire to be loved in this way is wrong. Yeah. Which it's not. Yeah. No. You are me lovable. Me to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the public is just witnessing the weekly pep talk. <laughs> the weekly pep talk. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying not to relate it too much because mine, I mean, I have a fourth house, Scorpio, but like I don't have Venus there. and But there are so many lessons that I've learned from having these Scorpio placements that I know any other Scorpio placement would also need to go through on yeah. in their own life's journey. So I'm like teetering between sharing a lot of what I've experienced with Scorpio versus knowing that other people's experiences are going to be different, you know? For sure. For sure. When we get to Capricorn Venus, even though I don't have that, I'm going to be like the spokesperson for it with all my Capricorn <laughs> placements. So like, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, now is the time to move on to our other source that we love to quote from Alice Sparkly Cat with a K. And this is funny to me. So, quote, loving Venus and Scorpio is like loving a creature who desperately wants to, but feels as though they must restrain from eating you alive. <laughs> okay, this is like the fourth wing. <laughs> like, the, no, this is the main male character who growls at you with his eyes. Yes, yes. Where they're like, <laughs> I have to restrain all of these intense feelings that I'm vibes. feeling for you. Yeah. But the the little of the soda is the the growl from <laughs> yeah. from the corner. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. But seriously though, Scorpio Venus, it's like, you know, Scorpio Stinger. They are ready, but they're restraining themselves. Yeah. But they are ready. Yeah. Yes. And then also, like any Mars-ruled Venus, Venus in Scorpio is physical. It doesn't care so much about sweet words and presence. While Venus in Scorpio wants you, it wants you in the flesh. It wants to hold you down to taste you, and it wants to take your weight under its own. Venio and, Venio, Venus in Scorpio wants to trap you. I'm like blushing. Okay. I need a moment. Yeah. <laughs> this actually, I feel like, yes, this speaks to, I think Venus in Scorpio um, and there's some interesting from the questionnaire that uh, some interesting data that I'm excited to get to, too. Um, but Venus in Scorpio, I think, is a great placement for dancing alone, like getting really embodied and having like an intimate relationship with your body and dancing like something sexy by themselves just to really like tap in. I feel like that's where I see Venus in Scorpio being a really physical placement. Ooh. I also see it as like bringing back like what we talked about Mars as, you know, I've got so much of this external energy in an mm. internal placement that we have to be like embodying and moving my mm -hmm. body and getting physical in some way, just because I've got so much energy that if I don't do that, I know the soda bottle is going to explode. Yeah. 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 All right. Next from Al Sparkly Cat, we've got Venus and Scorpio likes to corrupt it. What is okay? Venus and Scorpio semen hungry in this article. It likes to <laughs> feast. It likes to feast on something that it finds pleasure in until they are sick with it. When Venus and Scorpio wants something, it wants to sink into it and it wants to pull you along for the ride. Very magnetic. Venus and Scorpio doesn't care if you can breathe or not. Oxygen? Why would you want oxygen when you can find yourself smothered what quite safely in a Venus and Scorpio's arms? Alice Sparkly Cat was having a good time writing this one. <laughs> she was having a really good time with this one. Yeah. I. I mean, I feel all of that from what we said. Like there's yeah. just there's just such an intensity, the smothering, I can mm -hmm. absolutely see. 
Venus and Scorpio, like, because there's so much uh, energy behind it, that magnetic energy, so much energy, they could definitely be the <laughs> the one who does not realize they're hugging you that tight because they just <laughs> like, they, like you can't, they need you closer. They need you closer than that, even closer yeah. than that. You know, like they need you to be like fused. It's yeah. such an intensity. Yeah. Venus and Scorpio, this is a partnership that like you guys are obsessed with each other. Absolutely obsessed with each other. Yes. That fixed yeah. again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, the fixed it's it's um I mean that's what fixed does. Fixed has stay power. Mm-hmm. You know? If you're loved by Venus and Scorpio, I mean, done deal, but that's why it's also can be difficult from the Scorpio Venus perspective because how or any fixed Venus like we mentioned, how do I maybe step outside of that lane to make sure that this is something that I want to hold on to for forever. Yeah. 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 So we have here, uh, very often, Venus in Scorpio doesn't ask for very much at all. Like most debilitated Venus people, okay, rude. (laughs) Venus in Scorpio tends to see love itself as so overwhelming that exploration of that love can seldom feel accessible. Venus in Scorpio tends to shortchange themselves. They tend to be people who pride themselves on not asking for much, even if they want much, much Mm. more. And this, that goes along with what we said before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, loving a Venus and Scorpio is about loving the tease. It's about giving a little, just enough to whet the appetite because it's overwhelming to give a lot all at once. Yeah. It's about loving the hunger of desire and it's about noticing all of the things that could possibly make desire feel a little more like comfort. Loving Venus and Scorpio is about sinking gracefully and graciously into something that can feed you or eat you. So it's interesting. She's taking the perspective of somebody who is loving a Venus and Scorpio rather than being the Venus and Scorpio themselves. So which is interesting being a Venus article, right? Like it is all about partnership, something like that. So I imagine this is more about people who are looking up. My partner has Venus and Scorpio. How do I do this? (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But I think it's a great perspective to bring because especially for a Venus and Scorpio to hear that Mm -hmm. because that is something that when you are in that tunnel vision field, you might not be able to bring yourself out to that perspective. Yeah. Just like a mutable Venus might not be able to put themselves in that lane. And so it's nice to, it's nice to see, like speaking as somebody who has a mutable Venus versus a fixed Venus, it really, it, and my partner, like my husband's a fixed Venus. Like it's, it's mm. nice to see that fixed perspective just as it would be like, you know, could be beneficial for that Scorpio Venus, that fixed Venus to see the the other perspective of it, that yeah. what that intensity feels like from an outsider. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So should we get into the questionnaire data? Yes, I'm excited. So if you guys are new here, we have a Google form that you can fill out a little questionnaire about Venus and how it relates to you. So these are all answers that you guys have given us. Um, so starting off with what are your core values when it comes to your relationships? The top three answers. <laughs> Do you want to give a go as to what the absolute top answer is? No, because I need to see these things written. Down. Okay. It's loyalty. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, Okay. Yes, <laughs> it's loyalty. And then literally number two, emotional bonds, which is not one that we've seen too much of in the past few. Come on, Scorpio. Way to show up as yourselves. So yes. cliche. And then the, the third top answer is honesty. So we've got loyalty, emotional bonds and honesty. Very spot on. Oh, my God. It's like I love when these things just like 
percent. not like write themselves but whatever yeah. the equivalent of that is here it's yeah. so good and the uh lowest scoring answer with absolutely zero venus and scorpio people answering is courage once again Ooh, yeah i don't need you to don't be surprise brave. me yeah <laughs> i don't need yeah <laughs> i just <laughs> i need you to be a part of me <laughs> yes exactly yes <laughs> yeah um love languages this is really interesting actually the top answer by far is acts of service so actually being served and and receiving love in some capacity oh. yeah through wow. an act and that because it's demonstrative it's you know yeah it's it's something a little it's more tangible than words it's something that it's like a prove it you know but mm-hmm. i don't know yeah acts of service really does like it's you know me well enough to know what i need mm-hmm. yeah. yeah without me having to put myself out there and ask for it Ooh, yeah yeah as for how they handle finances, uh, surprise, surprise, every time we average at about three, except this is 3.14, which gave my math brain a nice little Ooh. jolly hit. Nice little pie day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I will say we did have quite a few people answering towards super impulsive, which would play into that like uh, kind of rebirth transformation or p- potentially getting into debt theme of Venus and Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, this is a question that's a write-in, so you can write in whatever you want. What are you most likely to splurge on? Literally someone went an old haunted house. Love, love that. Love you. Oh, yes. Invite us over. I'm, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm in for a night. Um, and then somebody else also said a fabulous evening gown with matching accessories. Oh my God. A Scorpio Venus would be so fabulous in a fabulous evening gown with my I know. I'm seeing like long gloves, you know. I got gloves. I got satin. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, As for core values, this is where I I got really interested. The top answer is autonomy or alone time. So that sense of solace, like needing to recharge by themselves. I mean, that literally goes back to what I said about just when you asked about Scorpio season. What do I like about it? Like, I like to know that I'm allowed to go into my own little cocoon and that I have my own like choices over my energy kind of thing. And so that was a major core value for Venus and Scorpio, as well as reliability and trustworthiness. And then also another core value is a sense of direction and a sense of purpose which I think plays into that Martian energy having an outlet. I was just about to say, yeah, yeah, that Mars energy, like you, like I'm in motion, you know, even if it's an inner motion, Mm -hmm. I need you to know what you're doing because I certainly like, I've got, I've got things to do. I've got places to be, I've got things to feel, you know, like you need to, and also fixed determination like wishy-washiness does not vibe with scorpio energy certainly not scorpio venus energy there's nothing wishy-washy about scorpio venus energy so having like a plan and being sure of yourself in a way like that must be like a yeah requirement or you know very appreciated some other answers that i really liked um to know was respecting boundaries and undivided attention which love that love that you asked for that um we also got hunger for learning which you know is probably a sag sun scorpio venus (laughs) (laughs) so that was core values um activities to get people feeling creative i love this we have music and dancing as the top answers 
So you that's know? where I felt like. Because think of like our other co-host, Martha, who's got a Scorpio moon. When she's really feeling herself, she's dancing in her kitchen by herself. Yeah, it's so true. And there's just something about, it's so funny because this year of us recording this, I am in a solar return year with the Scorpio moon. Mm-hmm. And I have felt like I've I've always been someone who really like connects to like lyrics and music and everything. But this particular year, I have felt so connected to like moving through emotion through music. Mm-hmm. And I think that because Scorpio has such a depth of feeling and there's something about words sometimes not being enough or like mm-hmm. even just music as like, you know, non-lyrical music sometimes not being enough, but like the combo and like the finding the right song that fits yes. and allows you to actually feel because like any water sign is just going to have like an empathetic nature, but to really get to experience and feel something like and embody that I feel like music and movement yeah is is where it's at you're making me think like Martha and I are constantly sending each other songs back and forth and every now and then like we'll listen to like I'll send her a song that's clearly like sad but I mean that's mostly what we send each other but she'll send me the question of how you doing what's going on (laughs) (laughs) and it's so true because music is such an avenue for feeling and then also not to mention like lyrically but also just melodically like being able to feel a beat in your body and like moving with it and letting like some of what is so charged internally come out through that i also somebody sound healing oh sound healing yes i mean that is such like your body is physically affected by sound it Mm -hmm. is a type of you know so vibration the vibration of it and for Scorpio Venus that might not be able to, I feel like that's the thing that could calm the, the carbonation in that soda bottle. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To really, or, or it could be the thing that helps it bubble up enough to finally let it out. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else wrote under creative activities they wrote in and these like, I don't know, they're just words and they don't, um, you know, there's nothing. But when I was reading this, I feel like they're felt with such intensity and such passion. I'm inspired to create art by nature and deep emotions. I write poetry, paint with watercolors, make beaded bracelets and other jewelry and create ambient music. I have also made videos and podcasts, just that sense of creativity. And like, you can tell there's such a deep passion behind that. Yeah. And that they, they know that it's like, it feels like a genuine creation in a Scorpio rebirth way yeah. that they put that out there. Like I have created this mm-hmm. and it, and it represents me. Yes. Yeah. Having an outward representation of them. Ooh. Okay. So what they're most likely to overindulge in, I mean, this, sometimes we get like the same answers, but we've got like sugary treats. So chocolate, sugar, sweet treats. I think that's pretty like regular just in society we tend to overindulge in those things um but also another answer that we got for this was lazy days which i really liked for that because it's that sense of Mm. i need to recharge i'm taking on a lot of energy from around me right now and i again that alone time also i feel like we got indulging in sweets when we talked about virgo if i remember Mm -hmm. correctly and it's so funny that virgo and scorpio both have this element of control and 
And like the, you know, I'm just going to have some freaking candy. There's no logical reason that that does anything good for me, but I just want it. Like, it's yeah. such a. <laughs> totally. Like, as a Sagittarius Venus, I'm like, you consider that indulging and not just a regular lifestyle? That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Same, Venus and Taurus. <laughs> uh, and then style aesthetic, we got top answers are casual, chill, and individual and unique. So that's what we got going on i feel like most people are casual chill i'm wondering if this is just like post-covid fashion that we're not expressing ourselves through clothes so much anymore we did get some people who clicked off uh grunge slash intense which was sort of the scorpio like obvious scorpio answer there um least answered was structured slash predictable so maybe not having so much structure i think venus and scorpio would want to be comfortable unless they're sacrificing comfort to look absolutely jaw-droppingly gorgeous in that evening gown yeah yeah Mm, okay okay yeah and then any last notes that anybody wanted to throw in there someone said i've always been drawn to sexual topics even though i'm pretty vanilla myself i love watching documentaries about sex workers listening to sexual health podcasts hearing other people's deepest desires etc basically the sexy side of scorpio is prominent uh, which was just a great demonstration of that energy yeah. And I also feel like that's such a demonstration of like how it can it's it's the quote unquote taboo topics that you you don't have to like Venus. You're not a Venus sun. You're uh, sorry. You're not a Scorpio sun. You're a Scorpio. <laughs> I don't even Venus. think anything of it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yep. Mm-hmm, yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's a Venus. Venus sun. You're not like Scor- Scorpio sun is embodying that as like main character persona whereas scorpio venus it's it's the creativity part of it and mm-hmm. you know also i think about creativity in yeah like what what types of shows we're watching what types of books we're reading maybe what types of you know and so there there can be a fascination and interest in all of that without it necessarily being your i don't know outwards obvious personality Mm. and I love that I love that idea of a Scorpio Venus being so interested in all of that but not but that's that's enough like that doesn't have to not presenting as that yeah yeah and sometimes I think that that in itself can be taboo or you know like no Mm. I'm not like you know I am not a sex worker but I am very intrigued by the lifestyle of it I want more information of what that looks like like there is such an investigative piece to Scorpio that it doesn't mean that they that they have to be doing all of the things or immersed in all the things they're interested in but to get to the bottom of something they're interested in for sure yeah Scorpio has such a potential for like the deepest uh definition of empathy where it's like i want to crawl into the skin of somebody who is living a very different experience from me and pretend that i'm experiencing that as well yeah and then our last note here which plays into the possessive nature of a scorpio venus definitely have been jealous slash suspicious in previous relationships relationships occasional low-key freak in the sheets enjoy a good smutty book i attribute all these qualities to debt scorp venus Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Sure. Scorp Venus, like, I mean, it is a sexy placement. It's a super Yay. sexy placement. And I'm, yeah, smut, 
hard yes. I mean, like we're we're like we're, we're entering an era. Yeah, we're definitely smut advocates. Um, but we are entering an era of that being so much more normalized as all the spicy books, which love that. But I yeah. mean, it is such a Scorpio Venus. You know, they're the ones who are reading it when it was the really, you know, scandalous like eighties yeah. painted covers of the books, as opposed to the cutesy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I think that is when uh spicy books became more normalized because I feel like mm-hmm. 50 Shades of Grey was the first book that really got like sexy book that got talked about so loudly and in such a public place. Yes. But that's yes. another conversation for another day. Join us on Patreon if you want to hear these kinds of conversations. Patreon.com yeah, slash the stars made me do it. <laughs> and then for this like finally i mean we're a couple of venus episodes in but we're bringing back the celebrities yes. so we're gonna real quick you know end this episode with some celebrities that have scorpio venus and then we'll say mm-hmm. what their sun signs are because remember for venus sign it can be one of five so for scorpio think of it as like in the middle and then we're going two to the left and two to the right so you can be a scorpio venus scorpio sun you could be a Libra sun, you could be a Virgo sun, or going the other way, Sag sun or Cap sun. So mm-hmm. those are the options for Scorpio Venus. Yeah. So celebrities we've got, and just like looking at these, and I imagine them in a row of each other. I'm like, yes, you all yes. get Scorpio Venus energy. Do you want me to just list them? And then we can talk yeah. about which one. Okay. So we've got Anne Hathaway, Emmy Russell, which if you don't know, Phantom of the Opera, Jennifer Connelly. Rachel McAdams, Leo DiCaprio, Denzel Washington, Jodie Foster, Avril Lavigne, and for what I freaking love is Vanessa Hudgens <laughs> and Zac Efron, both of them, of Scorpio Venus, which I feel so like good. they created such a public bond with each other because they dated yeah. after like High School Musical, no? Or maybe yeah, for publicity did. reasons. Oh my gosh. Well, Anne Hathaway, I just love Anne Hathaway. I know. And her, she, she's a Scorpio son. Mm-hmm. So she's giving all the Scorpio. She's like, I believe she's, she's giving the sweet side of Scorpio. She is giving, yeah. like, give, she's giving, well, you know, like that's, yes. that's all it is for her. She's giving very like sweet, empathetic, kind, caring, like giving space for other people to be authentic. And there's yet, there's something there that you're like it's that little Scorpio mystery you're like mm-hmm. what is it that I'm feeling by that look just now Anne Hathaway what was that there is I will say for all of these people I feel like there's a look in the eyes of being a like in the eyes exactly it's like I know what you're not saying I feel like that's mm-hmm. what their eyes are all saying yes yes Scorpio eyes is a thing mm-hmm. Scorpio eyes is a thing yeah yeah and then Emmy Rossum too I mean she's a Virgo son she's like she's got such sweet like I want to say like well put together mm-hmm. you know uh, Virgo energy but then there is that same look yes there's that totally. same look yeah <sighs> Jennifer Connelly is a Sag son I don't know much about her but something about that Sag fits for me and I I'm just like literally looking up pictures of these people like it's the <laughs> same look yes it's the same look in they the all, eyes. all three of these have like the scorpio brows and scorpio eyes and yeah, and rachel and mcadams like a too side eye look yes yes yeah yeah and rachel mcadams is a scorpio yeah so she's got the double the double scorp energy there and leo dicaprio i mean there we have there we have it the eyes we know <laughs> he's also scorpio son 
Denzel is a Capricorn sun. Um, well, again, oh, I don't. That's interesting for Denzel yeah. Washington, Capricorn sun, Scorpio Venus. This is like the. I mean, he gives the energy of at least like of a character, but you know, of a very like boss energy mm-hmm. and restrained until I'm not restrained. Yep. Yes. Jodie Foster, we've got Scorpio Sun. Again, I see that being like, she is an intense, she has intensity to her. She's willing to like open up. And also I feel like the roles she plays are very intense and actually quite masculine characters. Like they're very much uh, masculine, not in gender, but in energetics, like very much external taking action. She's not sitting in energy. Avril Lavigne, she's our only, oh no, she's a Libra here. We have another Libra as well, um, which I like. Do you, do you know much about Avril Lavigne? I I love Avril Lavigne and I feel like Avril Lavigne just got like shit on mm-hmm. like in so many um what's it's not like paparazzi but like in um publicity in yeah. words social like social media when it was magazines you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. middle school Sierra <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> middle school that. Sierra's information on Avril Lavigne I was like why is everybody shitting on her because I really like her um I she just gives she really like she's somebody who we can look at for aesthetics of Scorpio mm-hmm. Venus. And I think that she's also somebody who we can look at for the rebirth factor because yeah. she went through, you know, a like this is what I am and people like it or they don't like it or they're calling me a poser or, you know, yeah. this is whatever. And then there's was such a I feel like she went through such a rebirth. And I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, she had a pretty public uh or there was like a big deal with her divorce or something yeah. and it just felt like she really came into that that phoenix rising from the ashes energy which she wasn't any she's still the same person but it was almost the before i was like i was almost scared that this is who i was and now i'm owning it like it just felt like that scorpio yes. rebirth owning energy absolutely yeah i agree and then vanessa hudgens is a sag yeah. and zach efron is a libra which is also just so compatible with each other too and I do want to say, out of this whole list of celebrities, besides the Avril Lavigne, because I feel like her story was quite publicized, I want to say that for the most part, I don't know much about the story arc of these people's lives. Like, they keep it pretty under yes. wraps, you know? And and the two that we know the most about are Avril Lavigne and Zac Efron, and they're Libras. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> and probably Leo DiCaprio, too. Um, I wonder what else yeah. is going on in his chart. But for the most part, yeah. I feel like they keep... they. They're private. They keep things private. For sure. Mm. Well, this has been a fun one. I know. I love talking Scorpio energy. Scorpio energy is great. Scorpio season is great. Mm-hmm. I hope that everybody is having a really good, like, you know, spooky brooding. season. But <laughs> yeah, we a brooding time. Like, let us know your moments of crossed arms in a dark doorway observing yeah. what's going on. Take a and selfie of you in your favorite doorway, leaning against the door, and your best. Any Scorpio Venus. Yeah. Send us you in your evening gown. And like <laughs> yeah. we'll see that we'll see that kind of like look in your eyes that all of these Scorpio Venus energies are giving. Yes. But yeah, I hope that. Hope that everybody gets to embrace a little bit of that depth this Scorpio season. You know, we all, everybody has Scorpio in your chart. We all are having a part of our charts activated right now during the Scorpio season. So just look into that. See what part of you is going to be that extra brooding, smoldering energy. And uh, maybe, Uh, you know, check out a new spicy book. 
Oh, yes. Always. Oh, even if you don't have any Scorpio placements. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just a heads oh, no, up. Everybody. Also a reminder that you if you have if you don't have Venus in Scorpio, but you have it in the eighth house. Read all of the above. Oh, good reminder. No. We'll put that. We always put that in the title, but we always yeah. forget to mention it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Scorpio in the eighth house. All of this is a very like it's not going to be the exact same, but yeah. the overlap of flavors going on is going to be potent. Overlap of flavor. What's your flavor? Tell me what's your flavor. Tell me what's your flavor. <laughs> and I'm with that. that. <laughs> me, me. Why do we talk about Scorpio Venus today? Because the stars made us do it. 